Today, we're going to talk about part two of Psalm 23. You all know it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But today, we're going to talk about him restoring our soul and leading us in the path of righteousness. You want to stay tuned for this very special psalm and the true meaning for your life. Welcome to episode 61 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I are two perfectly imperfect women. We love to come to you week after week, share our faith in hopes that your journey too will be impacted by the Christian lifestyle. What we love to share is a relationship with our Creator, our great big God, that makes all the difference in our daily living. Week after week, we come to you with the Word of God and what it means for your life. But before we get started, we have to begin every episode by inviting God to be here with us, to actually open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to know what He would say to us today. We do that by taking 20 seconds of stillness, closing our eyes, taking some slow, deep breaths, and actually asking him to come sit right next to you today. So let's give that a try. Our 20 seconds start right now. That's it, that's 20 seconds. I'm gonna encourage you like I do week after week to grow that stillness time. You all know in the world we're living in how important it is. You know, I'm on vacation this week and actually with family and it's harder to be still because they're on the go all the time and I'm really missing my stillness, Teresa. I'm really missing that that extra quiet time that I'm used to having when I'm alone. Absolutely, Renee. I can understand that. Boy, life seems to grab us and want to pull us on different paths and different venues, but it's so important to set our mind on the course, on the Bible that God uh, has for us. And I think that's a nice introduction, Renee, to the verses in the Bible that we're exploring in Psalm 23, specifically verses three and four. Would you like to read them? Yeah, I'd love to because this is oh so great. So Psalm 23, verses three and four. Now, if you didn't listen to verses one and two, last week's episode is going to take you through that. So go ahead and go back and listen to it. But we're picking up on verses three and four of this very famous popular psalm. It says, he restores my soul. We're talking about God here. We're talking about that big God restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh, 
Truer words were never spoken, as they say, Teresa, right? We've lived this. We know this. We feel this. We want the same for you. And so drop everything that's on your mind today and just tune in here to these beautiful words because it makes all the difference in your life when you meditate on these, right, Teresa? Well, when it sure does. And I was thinking the exact same thing that you just said, that we have lived these. And it's so very true. You know, there were times in my life through unfortunate events, through a divorce, you know, through sickness uh, and disease, through very frightening times that I have seen the Lord's hand in my life. I've seen the Lord's hand in your life, Renee. I've seen him move on our behalf and actually restore the soul that was afraid, that was unsure, that was unstable, that was sort of, you know, I have to think of the sheep, right? Psalm 23 is about a shepherd, his staff, how he leads sheep. And, you know, human beings, I think back in my life during those stressful times, and I was skittish. I think that's a word when I think of sheep, right? The least little noise and, oh my goodness, they're fret, they're fretting or they're scattering about. And really, that's how the human soul can be. It can be unsure. It can be in a place of either great joy, which is wonderful, or it can be in a place of strife and indecision And what I love about Christianity is that the Lord not only has the plan for our life, he not only wants to lead us in that plan, but he's the one that takes hold of us and says, hey, I have the game plan. I've packed my bag. I'm going with you. And step by step, we are going to unpack this journey and you are going to grow and I am going to lead you in paths of righteousness, and you're going to experience the abundant life that I died to provide and that I promised to you. Mm, So true. He talks about why he came, why he sent Jesus to earth, and it was that ability to restore through Jesus, restore humanity back to a right relationship with him, And then to aid us, Teresa, like it says here, in the path of righteousness. You know, in our humanness, (laughs) in in my humanness, I'm anything but righteous. Like righteousness is something that doesn't come naturally, as as you would say. And, you know, I love definitions. So I want to just take a look at, well, what does that mean, that righteousness thing you're talking about, Teresa? And, you know, it's defined in Webster's. It's the character of being righteous. Okay, well, that goes without saying. Goes on to say, purity of heart, the being and doing right, conformity in character and conduct to a right standard. Wow, like that's... That's only a prayer for me, you know, that my heart stays pure and that I do right all the time. And that's what this psalm helps us understand, Teresa, that he's going to lead us to that because in our flesh, we can't obtain that. 
but he's going to lead us in that. And there's so much discussion over what happens when you decide to make God, to make Jesus the center of your life. You no longer have to think about trying to do these things in your own strength. He leads us there. He gives us that that strength for that path of righteousness, right? That, that's very true. And a couple of scriptures that come to mind, Renee, are Psalm 37, verse 23. The Bible says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. So just like a good shepherd who's constantly clearing the paths to green pasture for food for his sheep, looking for the, the best water so that they could graze and drink, our shepherd is constantly bringing us onto his path of righteousness, his path of perfect, moral, ethical, holy standards. Because when we drink from God's waters of righteousness, his good standards, then we will have success, then we will be prosperous in this life. And I don't know any human being that would say, no, (laughs) I think I'll go a different path. You know, I'm thinking of Joshua. So in the book of Joshua, and Joshua was uh, Moses' uh, successor, after Moses had died, Renee, you know, Joshua took up um, Moses' place and was going to lead the people um, into the promised land. And if you read Joshua 1, and I'm just paraphrasing, you know, God is saying to Joshua, meditate in my word day and night. That way you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. And then God says three times, Renee, but be of good courage. I am with you, but be of good courage. Keep meditating in my in my word. You know, why would God say keep meditating in my word? Because really, that's that's the the, the good book, right? The, the rules are in there. And if we just allow our will to bend to those rules and say, yup, that's the way and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in that path, right? Like a sheep, we'll stay in the shepherd's path and we won't stray off. We won't be eaten by wolves. We'll be safe and secure. Not that we won't make mistakes, but as long as we heed his course correction in our lives, we'll always stay in the green pastures and our souls will constantly be watered and kept secure. I love what you said about that That meditating on that word, Teresa, is what fills our minds. So often people look at followers of Christ as how could they do what they do? And the reality is that whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, you're human. <laughs> we're all human, which means we're all fallible. We all make mistakes. If we didn't, you know, we'd have to be called God. We are all the same humans. So what's the difference? The difference is that the followers of righteousness, the followers of right standing, fill their minds. In their minds are to do good. Doesn't mean they always do, but their minds are fixed on that which is why we meditate, where someone who is not a follower of Jesus is not filling their mind with those words, with those 
ideas that this is where I have to go, this is where I have to go. So even though I make a mistake, I'm immediately corrected because like you've you've said so often, Teresa, I bump up against the law. I bump up against what's right versus wrong. And I'm convicted of it because my mind and my heart know the right path. Does that make sense? That that's very true. When we're introduced to scripture, you know, Renee, I, I don't want to use the word judge, but the truth is when we compare our life to scripture, the scripture will um call out or judge the things in our life that will harm us. You know, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about scripture and items that God chooses to put in his word to help humanity, you know, the do's and the don'ts, if you will. And he was saying, yeah, God calls that sin. But I was really quick to point out that, you know, it's not that God is a taskmaster in heaven, coming down with a a gavel like a judge saying sin, conviction. What he's saying is like a good father, if you do that, and it's outside my will, it's going to harm you. Don't dive in the shallow, right? So what is what we see in the word of God and why God asks us to meditate in his word, think about his word, our rules and regulations, if you will, that keep us safe. And isn't that what we want for our children for the and for the people that we love? We want them safe. We want them safe in their bodies, safe in their souls, their minds, things they're thinking about, because that is going to produce a good life in a good long life. And to to take that a step further, Teresa, or to clarify maybe again and more where you're saying like God is not a judge sitting in a stand with a gavel, not, not to be confused with the fact that we will all be judged for our life at some day in the end but but just that idea day to day that so many people have that you know god is a as you said taskmaster but when you think about what the word says you know it says you shouldn't get divorced you and i have both gone down that road and the why is clearly once we experience the pain of that whole process. That's why God doesn't want us to do it. He's trying to steer us humans into the path that gives us the most abundant life, the most beautiful life, the most stress-free life, right? And so it's not to say that we're going to be thrown into the fire because of it. It's to say, do this, children, be this way, act this way, do these things. If you want the easiest path, you know, the whole the whole psalm we're talking about is him leading us. So this word of God is him leading us, just like in the psalm we're talking about today. That's very true. The word of God is unique. You know, my children learn the acronym B-I-B-L-E, basic instruction before leaving earth. And it's unique in the fact that um, it's the owner's manual, right? The manufacturer himself, the manufacturer of humanity gave us a manual. And just like if you have an exclusive, 
exquisite automobile that has bells and whistles, what do you do? You go to the owner's manual, right? If you want to get the full value of that beautiful, exquisite car. Well, how much more, Renee, for human beings? Because number one, we have to acknowledge it's God. Number two, we have to acknowledge that he is love and he loves humanity. So of course, he is going to give us a full proof. I'm talking about a foolproof method that will work if we allow our will to look at it and say, I am going to course correct, Lord. I see, for instance, that, hmm, you know, I've been uh, involved with some gossip, let's just say. And now I see you say, don't do that. It's character assassination. It tears down relationships. So, Father, I am going to heed that word. And so next time you're in a group and gossip starts, you know, you politely say, I'm not going to be involved in that. And boy, that can set off a whole new revelation for the group. If people inquire, you can say, you know, it's not right. It's not going to provide a benefit. Let's look at it this way. Let's see what God has to say about it because we know perfect love casts out all fear. You know, if we go back to our text, Renee, and we look at some of the words in Psalm 23 verses three and four, you know, it says that when we're led in God's path of righteousness, right? We will fear no evil. It says God is with us. It says his rod and his staff comforts us. You know, if we apply some scriptures to these words, first of all, I will fear no evil. First John 4.18 says, perfect love casts out all fear. So when we have a very sturdy relationship with the Lord, as you and I do, Renee, because we've walked with him for a long time, we know that as long as we are looking to him to bring about course correction, to work out all things together for good, as his word says in Romans 8, 28, if we know and we've experienced the lover of our souls, the fear that tries to take us down will subside and will come into a place of peace, come into a place where we can follow the good and perfect direction of the Lord. You know, John 14, 26 says the Holy Spirit is our comforter. I love, Renee, I, I love that whole verse. It says Jesus is, is teaching in John 14, 26, and he's about ready to go through his death, burial, and resurrection. Of course, his disciples are somewhat upset. And he says to them, hey, boys, calm down a little bit. I've got some great news for you. He says, but the helper... The helper here, Renee, means comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby. The word is paraclete in the Greek. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things. He will help you remember everything I have told you. So, oh my goodness, what a beautiful interaction, Renee. We can meditate on the word. And then we have no excuse. We can't say, oh, I have a bad memory because our helper, the Holy Spirit, at the right moment is going to bring us back. He's going to bring us back to the word that we know. He's going to say, remember, I said not to gossip. So, and then we can be like, oh yeah, that's right. Because he lives in us, Renee. 
All that is so true, Teresa. And I want to encourage everyone. This takes time and you need to put forth the effort. You need to have that stillness, which is why we start with that and why I encourage you over and over to develop a morning ritual, an evening ritual, whenever you can carve out that time to actually give God the ability to do what Teresa just talked about. In the world we're living in today, that is so fast and so chaotic and so crazy, it's more important than ever to carve out that time where you can be still, where you can listen to a podcast, really devote time to the Word of God and to prayer and to asking God to be there with you. That's how this thing that Teresa's talking about, oh, it comes to mind, Well, in order for it to come to mind, we have to fill the mind, right, Teresa? We have to fill the mind with these these things, these things being the Word of God, and then it will come to mind, and then we can be led. But you have to carve out that time. You have to dedicate time to this relationship just like you do to every other relationship in your life. That's right, Renee. You know, we have said um, before that, again, the Bible is a book of patterns and principles. And if we just follow the patterns and the principles in the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are going to have a joyful, successful life. You know, when we think about life long-term, really all life is made up of maturation and growth. So it's not that God is saying you can't make a mistake because we know through the mistakes of life, we grow the most. I know through my mistakes, boy, it's it's really, as God has course corrected me, it's really brought great revelation and a source of great strength and understanding. You know, I sort of wish I didn't make that right turn, but nonetheless, here I am. And God wants us to continue to allow him to course correct our lives. And I have seen, and I know Renee, you have too, when we allow him to do that, our life gets more joyful, more prosperous, and it's a better life. And then we're able to pass it on to others and help them bring the problems to really great points of of resolution. That's right, Teresa. And I think just a great reminder that he's going to lead us in the path of righteousness, just like this psalm indicates. We don't have to do it alone. He will correct us as we go along. He will lead us with the help of the Holy Spirit. All those same lessons and that need to to zoom in, to actually zero in on the Word of God to give us that help. Renee, that's very true. You know, Romans 8.31 says, He is with us, He is for us. Hebrews 13.5 says, He will never leave us nor forsake us. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, He is in us. I know that's a whole lot of scriptures, But boy, those three alone show you the heart of God and show you his determination to never, ever forsake you. He is the lover of our souls. He is God. He wants to guide us and wants to lead us 
in good paths so that like sheep, we can graze in the freshest pastures, drink in the clearest brooks and have a really successful life. Oh, that's fantastic, Teresa. And that reminds me that those scriptures will be in the show notes. At the end of every episode, we list the show notes. You can pray those and be reminded of all those scriptures that talk about He's not leaving us, He's in us, He's with us, He's for us. And just reciting those scriptures over and over will help us be and become all He's looking for us to be. The other thing is, we hope that you enjoy this podcast and that you subscribe, rate, and review it. And we'll send you a Well-Versed Woman journal right in the mail. And last but not least, we have a Facebook community group. You can join. You can be in that group. You can ask additional questions of Teresa and I. We're here to help. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week. Remember. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We love you.